it is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. Hello. Before we get started with the show, I wanted to talk to you about uh, something that's near and dear to my heart, and that is sleep. I travel a great deal. I travel all around the world. I just got back from Kiev, crossing the Moldovan border. And the thing I always look forward to is getting back to my uh, king-size bed with my MyPillow mattress topper installed on the top. Now, I like a firm mattress because uh, I have back problems from uh, a long time ago uh, playing sports in high school. I love my firm mattress with the MyPillow mattress topper on top. You get the firmness, but also it's like sleeping on a firm cloud. I really can't explain it, but it is the most comfortable sleep I have ever experienced in my life, and I can't wait to get back to it every time I travel. If you go to MyPillow right now with promo code CDM, you can get a 50% discount on the mattress toppers. Uh, my Lindell is giving out amazing discounts right now. Um, get them while they last. Use promo code CDM at MyPillow.com and get the MyPillow mattress topper, the best sleep you will ever experience. Thank you very much. Now on to our guest. Welcome back to Information Operation. We thought on this Memorial Day we would have a special show. I've got two of my classmates from the class of 1986 at the U.S. Air Force Academy. We've got uh, Rex Gibson, who is a sales guy for a company that provides parts for defense contractors. And I've got Chris Villani, who played football at Air Force and is a commercial guy flipping properties and doing well in South Florida. So welcome, guys, to the show. Appreciate you coming on. Thanks, Todd. Thanks, Todd. So I thought it would be special uh, because the academies are going through a lot right now and we're losing a lot of the old way of thing, how things were done. So I thought it might be good to just talk about what we experienced, how it shaped us um, at that young of an age. You know, we got thrown kind of, uh, I think, unknowingly into the fire uh, back then and we kind of formed a really strong camaraderie in our squadron at the academy. But Rex, talk to us in your thoughts. You know, your father was a pilot, uh, and you wanted to go to the Air Force Academy. You know, what did what do you what do you say of your experiences? Yeah, you know, um, kind of the reason I wanted to go to the Air Force Academy, um, and it wasn't really uh, just a flag, because I'm not a pilot, even though my my dad was a pilot and my grandfather was a pilot. Um, it was more about um, doing something different. Like, uh, you know, all my friends were going, I, I went to high school in uh, Aurora, Colorado and mm -hmm. uh, nearby Denver. And uh, all my friends were going to University of Colorado or Colorado State and, uh, you know, mostly state schools or some other, you know, even those that were going out of state. Um, and uh, I was looking to kind of do just something different that mm -hmm. would be, you know, more of a challenge that... Um, and, you know, I, th I think I felt maybe some kind of a call to serve as well um, and uh, in, in some capacity as, a, as an officer. 
and contribute to the to the country. Yeah, so kind of my kind of my thoughts and on you know why to to go there. Um, and I think it, it it did deliver in that regard, and then it was quite different. Yeah, and I can remember, uh, you know, a few times we'd be there on a Friday night, you know, cleaning our rooms, getting ready for a Saturday morning inspection, and we kind of look at each other and going, "Why? Why are we doing this?" Yeah, no kidding. We're all, we're all, all our friends are out chasing skirts, basically. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Friends are out at the bars, yeah. <laughs> college bars, and you know, chasing down women, and you know, whatever. We're there, uh, you know, ironing, ironing our uh, our corners of our uh, the the sheets on our bed to make them yeah. look good, you know. So, what about you, Chris? What you were recruited, right? Did you know what you I, were getting? Uh, yeah, this was a last minute thing. I just could see my football coach, like uh, the last day of uh, school. And my head football coach uh, said, hey, there's a guy from Air Force here. He's interested in you. I said, okay, well, um, I'm interested, I guess, because I had delusions that I was going to walk on at the University of Miami and play mm -hmm. play defensive back at the University of Miami, but I doubt mm -hmm. that would have happened. But it was just by chance. It was like the last mm -hmm. day, and I came in to see him, and, uh, and I was recruited, and uh, it was too late to get into the academy. I don't think I could have gotten in anyway. Um, I think my highest score on the SAT was like 950 after I took it four times. So um, <laughs> I, I got lucky. I got in there and uh, believe it or not, this guy, Rex, is the first guy I talked to at the academy. Yeah. Oh, wow. At the pep school. And then, uh, you know, there's 40 squadrons at the zoo. Uh -huh. And then we were in the same, we were in different squadrons at the prep school, but at the academy, same squadron. And, uh, yeah, it was the first guy I talked to. So that's pretty strange. I think we were we were sitting in like a, a classroom. We're sitting right? in a classroom. Yeah. I was sitting behind you and we were filling up, filling in the little dots, remember? Right, right. We were just like like the entrance stuff. Yeah, it was the entrance. It was the first day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They gave me a haircut that day because I had some pretty long hair. So right. I didn't know what I, what I was getting into, but it was probably the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, I remember um some guy came around my house uh, talking about it. Is your son talking to my dad? Is your son thought about going to the Air Force, and I had no desire to do that whatsoever. But it just kind of happened over time. Um, I was going to Georgia Tech, but uh, really, yeah, I was going to be an architect. Wow. Accepted and um, so Rex, what happened when you got there? <laughs> All hell broke loose. You know, like. Uh, like Chris, I went to the prep school. I love um, getting screamed at. And, you know, I, I mean, honestly, I think it was a great experience to go to the prep school. It made the whole thing a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. But um, it was a and you went through a basic training and I'm not going to say it wasn't hard because it was, you know. Yeah. You no, know, it had some physical aspect to it and some, you know, learning everything and, and some harassment and the same as you get any basic mm -hmm. training. But honestly, it wasn't nearly as hard as basic cadet training. Um, but that ten-month period kind of made it that that um, basic training so much easier. Uh, I don't know if you would agree, Chris, but um, it wasn't nearly as much of a shock because you really knew what you were getting into. At that point, like maybe when we went to the prep school, we didn't know what we were getting into. Yeah. When we got what they say up up at the hill. 
because the uh, prep school is down in the valley and then you go up on the hill mm -hmm. to, to the academy and you do your basic training you, you really do know what you're getting into you got a little bit of a leg up and you're not uh you're not well, so, you're not shocked and you're not really scared you just know what you just know what it is that you have to do right um, it does kind of help you um both uh, in preparation for the military aspects, but also academically, that makes it that first semester a lot easier because you've already taken some of the basic classes and all. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's it, it fills you up, man. I mean, uh, you know, for uh, for a year, I mean, really, the whole thing is challenging. It was challenging, mm -hmm. but really, is that first year uh, or mm -hmm. whatever it was, nine months <laughs> until you go through uh, Hell Week that is the real challenge of everything with the, the military harassment and training that you get. Plus and all the academics. Yeah. Plus the academics plus the athletics. And, you know, Chris mm -hmm. and I were both varsity athletes, but it's not just the varsity athletes really, because you're, uh, it's not like you get out of class and then you just could go goof off and study. Mm -hmm. You've got, if you're not um, a varsity athlete, you're also doing the intramurals. So yeah. You know, pretty much everybody is kind of an athlete there. Rex, you, I think it was you said something to me recently. We were chatting, and you said uh, the fourth class system, which is the first year, taught you. I think you said what to, uh, what how to prioritize, what to blow off, and, and how to do everything, and, and get through uh, all of that mountain of stuff that you had to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's uh, probably one of the key lessons for success. Mm -hmm in life that you that i think um learn there is you have more than you can actually you know you're you're asked to do probably more than you can actually do yeah, <laughs> you, know? sure. you can't really there's not enough hours in the, the day in the day to do everything but you learn to do to prioritize to the point of doing enough of the stuff that is important to keep that out of your face and to keep mm -hmm. um you know, you're going to have to do some of, of these things. You're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to know all the meals of the day. Yeah. <laughs> or you're not going to get through the day. Yeah. You know, you're going to have yeah. to know some of the basic military stuff that you're being asked to do. Otherwise, the day is going to be pretty, pretty crappy for you. You had to know the meals of the day because we had to recite them on demand by uh, any upperclassman walking by. Right. So, so all that so, knowledge yeah. that you have yeah. to learn and we have to recite rotely without really thinking about it you, you have yeah. to know a certain amount of that um and then the studying i mean you just learn what what you have to prioritize and mm -hmm. uh just to get it all done and then um you know same thing with some of the military aspects well what's yeah. what's important man if you got to have your shoes done right get your shoes done right but if you free if you don't have time to get your underwear ironed perfectly or perfectly, <laughs> perfectly folded you know maybe you don't get all that done right? yeah chris you're you're a big guy i mean how, how did you feel walking into the zoo and uh having these little scrawny guys screaming at you hey yeah you had to survive you had to do what you had to do you know yeah and uh lose your composure i guess you could say yeah you know, they're upperclassmen. You had, you know, you had to uh, deal with it. So mm -hmm. it was probably mm -hmm. a good thing mm -hmm. because I wasn't good at controlling my uh, temper that much. But it <laughs> helped me. It helped me grow, I guess. In so, ways that I never thought I would. So yeah, 
interesting. I, I can remember being uh, in the in the hallways with Chris doing some training when we're you know like up against the wall with your elbows tucked in and your chin yeah. in and a couple of the guys that from the class of '85 that you know Chris is probably referring to like kind of being in his space and calling them names and taunting oh my them. God, this guy. There's about three or four of them that I remember really well. So. <laughs> And you know who I'm talking about, but I'm not going to yeah. say that. And I could, I could just, I could kind of gaze over there, right, for a second and, and see the look on Chris's face. I just wanted to body slam somebody. You know? and, the, and the look is like, I could grab both of you by the throat and throw you yeah. down the hallway. Just, just wanted to, it was bad. So they were tough. you had to learn how to, uh, I guess, deal under pressure is the right way to say it be effective and, and be effective under pressure essentially right i, mean, I think so i mean yeah. I, it, it helped me it was the best thing that could have happened to me uh mm -hmm. especially um you know when you get up you're accountable to somebody every part of the day mm -hmm. i mean mm -hmm. you're up early it's you know you're up at sunrise and you go to bed when it's dark mm -hmm. real dark so mm -hmm. i mean and especially when you're playing an intercollegiate sport that was uh, mm -hmm. that was tough too. So mm -hmm. I mean, every part of the day you're doing something. Yeah. Occasionally I'd go back and take a nap, but it wasn't very often. But uh, yeah. you know, we we had to answer to answer to somebody, either a coach or an AOC or the instructors. Mm -hmm. And the instructors, by the way, the instructors were really great people. I yeah, really yeah. nice. That's on the academic side for our audience. Yeah, yeah. on the academics, that I just yeah. feel blessed that they. Uh, you know, they were a part of the day because mm -hmm. they, they they were really, you know, nice, just nice people. And mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. could have been better as far as instructors and the AOCs. We had a couple good ones there. The I think military. Were, the they military. Yeah. They were very nice. Mm -hmm. I, I think they just had mercy on me, maybe because I played football. I don't know. Yeah. But they just have good thoughts about everybody there, really. So Rex, uh, attention to detail is a big part of the training there, um, and that's done for a reason, in my opinion, because, you know, you have uh, ships colliding in the Pacific now, I think, because the training is slacked off, which the procedures, you know, did, in that kind of, like, making sure everything's done exactly right. I mean, what, what do you think? What are your memories of that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I learned a lot of attention to detail. Uh, you know, my wife might say that I may be a little bit too much in some areas where I might be a little bit, a little bit compulsive. Is that when you're making her uh, iron the bed sheets or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, just being like super picky about work. I mean, you yeah, know, just dotting the I's and crossing the T's and just making sure that everything is taken care of. Um, you know, in, in, in some areas and, you know, it, it was important, you know, um, it, and if you did it, it did, it did keep you out of trouble, uh, mm -hmm. for the, you know, for the most part, except for that one time when they, you know, when they're just really, uh, going to get you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That happens, but, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of attention to detail and, and, and I think you do carry that out, um, and internalize it to a, to mm -hmm. a, degree and uh you know it, it's it's kind of interesting because um some of the most successful people that we see coming out of the academy guys that we 
that we know <laughs> might not have been you you might have not perceived that they were such a you know that they picked up on it as much as they did but mm-hmm. guys like chris and chuck mm-hmm. Watts and mm-hmm. some of the other guys that are are have been uh, hey, a lot of it's, it's a lot of it's luck and yeah. being in the right place at the right time but you know. Well, Chris, uh, how, how do you think, do you think the attention to detail is important? I mean, you, you see our colleagues who are out, you know, some of them still flying in, in the force. Uh, you think that was an important thing to learn as a young officer candidate? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Even though even though I didn't absorb it as much like, like you and Rex did. I mean, <laughs> you flew choppers. Rex did great. You guys actually made it look easy at the academy. I had a tougher time than you did, but uh, mm. I made it through barely. But yeah, yeah. I made it through. But um, yeah, attention to detail. Um, do you, Do you see that happening in your own life now? Do you see that as a benefit that you that you I just, It was. Uh, I think it set me. It set me up for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, I really do. I mean, it. I mean, it, I- it it, it just gave you a foundation to start with mm-hmm. and to be around people like that at that, at that place. I was like, how did I get in here? Am I really here with all these great, great people around yeah. me? How the hell did I get in this place? I mean, I really shouldn't mm-hmm. be here, but I am and I'm happy I am, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah. not everybody gets to get into an Academy. I just got lucky. That's all I can say. But you know, I'll I'll speak out and uh, give give Chris props in this area. I mean, as far as attention to details, just because Chris and I have had discussions when he's had opportunities for some of his commercial deals, and he's looking at things, you know, six ways and sideways on a business deal, you know, before he uh, makes a decision to move forward. He's checking under the sink for dust in the back pipe or something. <laughs> But then he's also, but he's also, you know, using good decision making mm-hmm. in how he assessed the risk and the, the risk, you know, benefit analysis and goes mm-hmm. forward and ends up doing, doing well with it. Yeah. And so I, I'm, just gonna say, I'm guessing you learned, you, you learned some of those basics probably from your dad, but also just from some of this stuff. I did. Were- yeah. It was in my blood. My father was in the business mm-hmm. and, um, I always, when I was in the Air Force, I always did side deals. Um, you know, I had a life outside the Air Force too. Believe it. you know, I, I was doing stuff. You know, back in the '80s, I started doing real estate on the side, and uh, I just always stuck with it. And as time went on, you know, how long we've been out of that place? Thirty-five years. Yeah, thirty-six today. Or- thirty-six years. As as time went on. Um, I just, you know, the deals got bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And, um, you know, who would have thought myself and Wally Wu Wallace, Chuck Wallace, you know, he started a little company called eSurance. Yeah. Sold it for $1.1 billion. Yeah. Um, you know, who'd have thought, right? But it's, uh, it's amazing yeah. what comes out of that uh, pressure cooker. Let, let's change the subject a little bit from the fourth class system to other like, things that we learn. Let's talk about survival training, uh, Siri, for instance, uh, which is the survival, evasion, resistance, and escape. I, I have a memory of, and, and I want to relate it to patriotism today that is lacking in some areas, but I have a memory of the last day of that. We were in the, the mock prison camp for days, right? Four or five days. And I, I remember the uh, 
after going through that simulated torture and everything, and then them, the, the instructor talking about uh, you guys are would never be as good of a you know hold up under pressure like Lance Sajon did, blah blah blah. And then he said, you know, turn around and salute my flag. And you're thinking it's going to be the Nazi flag or something. And, and it's the American flag. And the training was over. That was in one of the most emotional moments I can remember uh, at the academy. And it really cemented the, the, the just absolute devotion, duty on our country. I mean, what, do you guys have any memories like that about the patriotism side of things? Go ahead, Rex. Yeah, I was just going to say I do remember that moment as well. Um, mm -hmm. You know, a, a survival try. I got to be honest with you. I hated all of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't fun. So did I. Yeah, it, it was tough, man. It was tough, but it's a great experience. And, um, you know, I uh, I just try to keep my head low and, mm -hmm. and try to engage as least as I could, and, you know, not draw fire on myself, mm -hmm. but also use the techniques that they taught us to mm -hmm. uh, uh stay away from giving up information and everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was a great experience. And, uh, and like you said, uh, I, I mean, that moment and, and seeing your own flag and, and, mm -hmm. you know, I don't think we're giving away anything to say that uh, yeah. we were, we were going through training um, and we were in the, towards the end of the cold war. So we were still, yeah. we were, ready to go Nuclear war was a real thing at that point still yeah. and it was yeah and it was a real prospect that you had to be prepared for to go to war against the the warsaw pact right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Union and, and the warsaw pact and um so you had to have that kind of commitment and, and patriotism to to know that 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 might be what you had to go up against so know the country would be behind you right i mean you know that's that was important too. You, there wasn't any thought that the country wouldn't be behind you. I don't think like there may be today. What about you, Chris? Do you have any uh, patriotic moments in the academy? Yeah, a lot of them. Um, I was happy to get out of there. I know that, but uh, <laughs> it just gave you, like I said, it gave you a foundation, mm -hmm. and um, and yeah, it made me love my country more than ever. I mean, we were in the Reagan era. I mean, yeah. I don't even think we signed signed the INF and the START treaty yet, and yeah. uh, you know we it was we we're going through the Cold War still. So mm -hmm. thankfully, Gorbachev came into power, and he was one of the few Russian presidents that was uh, reasonable. Mm -hmm. And I think he and Reagan had a pretty good relationship. Yeah, we also had Maggie Thatcher, one of my heroes. Yeah. Um, besides Winston Churchill back in the day, but uh, mm -hmm. Maggie, you had Maggie Thatcher and you had uh, Margaret Thatcher and uh, Ronald Reagan. I mean, they were great together. They did a lot of good things for the world True. to uh, to try and lower the threshold of that, um, uh, the nuclear era, mm -hmm. which is scary then. It's still scary. Yeah. It, it's much more chaos now. Yeah. I mean, you, you, these weapons of mass destruction that we have, they're not a joke. And um, that's, that's a good point, Chris, because I, we learned that WMD, weapons of mass destruction, was not just nuclear, it was chemical and biological too. And so with what's yeah. happened in the last few years, people don't know. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the same level as a nuclear attack. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it, it, it's bad. I mean, mm -hmm. the biological is more, re, you know, like a regional area, but 
the nuclear weapon is the big one mm -hmm. that we have to yeah. hopefully be prepared for and hopefully we are prepared for, you know, who knows what we have to defend it up in space. I'm not privy to that yeah. information, but I'm, I'm yeah. sure we've got some pretty sophisticated stuff that we don't even know about, but yeah. I'll just you know, leave it at that. But uh, yeah. hopefully, hopefully we'll never see something like that happen. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Rex, what about um, uh, what about? Do you think there's a place for the academies in today's world? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there is. Uh, I kind of feel like I wish they would do it a little bit better. Yeah. Than what I'm hearing about, but um, I mean, I think it. There's great officers from uh, you know all sources of commissioning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, I really believe that because I've served with, with them. Um, but to me, and you know, I might not be reciting this perfectly or anything, but it's my understanding of it is that, you know, what's meant to be is, is to create at least a core of officers with a certain uh, right. standard level of, and, and warrior, you know, mentality that have gone, gone through this. Um, and, instead of making it a different experience, I kind of feel like they're trying to do too much to make it, you know, more of like the same experience you might go to uh, to college going through ROTC or something. UCLA in uniforms. Yeah, which is different than, you know, that's not the reason why I, you know, you mm -hmm. and me decided to go to the Air Force Academy. Mm -hmm. We decided to go there because we wanted to do something, uh, have a different experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I kind of feel like, I know it's still different, I mean, it's, it's still not the same. And yeah. I, I also, I'm still a big fan, you know, of the Academy and uh, the sports teams and, and yeah. have gone there. I still think that they get a really good quality um, uh, people that go there. Uh, I just wish that the formation, uh, you know, was a, a little bit more like what we went through. Do you think and, the warrior culture is important? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I absolutely. I think that's important, and that's you know, we we got a healthy dose of that, mm -hmm. and that's all we got is mm -hmm. is the the warrior culture um, mm -hmm. from you know everything that was taught to us and to to uh, basically instill that that culture. What, what what was the patent quote? If you can't teach them to salute like you want them to salute, wear the clothes you want them to wear, how are you going to get them to die for their country? I mean, so the leadership. I think is extremely key. I cut you off there, Rex. What, what were you going to say? No, that, no, that's good. I mean, I, I think what I'm kind of getting at is I just feel like that they're um, they're conforming too much to the uh, today's culture. Yeah. Uh, and losing the uh, the warrior culture and the mm -hmm. uh, the military culture in general is 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 shifting to be you know, more like civilian culture yeah. as not alienate people and not to discourage people to come in when yeah. what they really want to really want to do is attract people that, that, um, you know, are interested in being different. Yeah. Yeah. Want to go there to serve. Yeah. And look for that. Chris, uh, wrapping up here, uh, <laughs> excuse me. Um, leadership I think is extremely important. Do you, do you feel yourself uh, trained to be a leader even today in your in your work and in your society and your culture, where you live? Yeah, I think I think the Air Force um, teaches you to be the, the the academies do teach you to be leaders. Um, mm -hmm. 
everybody in their own way can be a leader. Um, mm -hmm. I, I have a small group of people that I work with um, mm -hmm. in my different properties and I have to deal with, but uh, mm -hmm. task, task management, you know, mm -hmm. that, that helped me to do that because, uh, you know, when you're running five or six different businesses at the same time, it's not easy to keep it all together. So yeah, it all, it all came from the air force. I think, mm -hmm. you know, my dad was uh, a pretty sharp knife in the drawer, but I, uh, I got a little bit of smarts and luck from him, but I, you know, I, I definitely wasn't book smart, but uh, mm -hmm. that place gave me the leadership skills that I needed to get through life. Yeah. Let's face it. I mean, I don't know what it's like now. It could be like UCLA in a uniform. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But uh, I remember back yeah. in the day, it was pretty tough. Yeah. I mean, we had it good too. It was a great place to, it was, well, it was great. I mean, good memories uh, really lifelong benefits yeah lifelong benefits from that rex um, foundation yeah what do you think about uh today's world should okay i i am of the belief that in this chaotic time in our country the academy grads really need to stand up and be leaders in every part of society i mean do you agree with that yeah and i think uh, i think we should um and, you know, I'm, I'm impressed with some of the people in the, in the groups that we're in mm -hmm. uh, Todd, that, you know, I'm more on the sidelines, um, perhaps as an uh, observer and supporter. But, um, you know, some of the people stepping up and, uh, you know, just for example, that we're able to uh, put the challenge uh, to the academy and to the Air Force to get mm -hmm. those cadets uh, able to at least graduate. Right. You know, although unfortunately they're not going to be able to serve because they they didn't take the vaccine, um, or the so-called vaccine. But yeah. uh, I'm impressed by the the way that some of the people and some of the people that I've served with that stood up and really mm -hmm. made a big uh, a big effort to to at least get that much accomplished, and are still pushing to do to do even more. And you're talking about the stars S T A R R S dot U S group, which is the academy service academy graduate group that are fighting for change at the academies exactly chris exactly. you got anything else you want to say before we wrap up just uh thanks for having me on todd it's great great to see you and glad you're really doing well saw you on fox news the other night that's mm -hmm. awesome and all your books and everything and just just to have friends like you and rex and some of the other guys spate mayfield you know, yeah. craft uh how about our classmate and squadron mate who's a three-star general and he's uh, yeah. in charge of the air force reserve and then my football teammate is the superintendant yeah so we had a pretty blessed class yeah and we had, class we had six was a damn good class we had a dynasty that's for sure we sure Brock, what about you anything else you want to say <laughs> i think i'm good uh, todd i appreciate you uh you know asking us to do this and it was kind of fun to participate and Glad to get Chris on here with us as well. Um, and uh, yeah, Ted Brent, we said hi. Uh, I will. Also, I'd like to get up there and see him in Georgia sometime. Yeah, he's, he's in real estate up there as well. So uh, thank you guys. Uh, just wanted to get something out of Memorial Day on what the Academy's meant to us. And I really appreciate your time coming on. And uh, maybe we'll do this down the road again. Let's Stay do it again. Thanks, Todd. Hey, thanks, sure. Todd.